Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Black Country Business Podcast. So today we're talking about wealth, your future, your wealth, taking ownership of your wealth and planning, thinking about the dreams. What is actually possible if you was to step into wealth? What's your plan to get there? So today I've brought on a special guest, Andrea Cluffley. Andrea is the go-to person when it's talking about wealth. When you want to talk about talking about the, the future and your financial planning, then Andrea is the person that we need to be talking to. So Andrea is a, let me get this right, Andrea, you're the director of Palatine Financial Planning. You're also a part of St. James's Place Wealth Management. You're also a member of the London Institute of Banking and Finance. You're a chartered associate. Did I get all that right? You, you have, Louis. Yes, thank you. Well, but if, if that doesn't tick the boxes of you were speaking to the right person, I don't know what who, who else we can chat to. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Andrea? You okay? Yeah, really, really well, thank you. Yeah, very, very well. Uh, busy, uh, which is good. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to the, the Easter break and having some uh, some quality time with the family. Great stuff. I mean, wealth. What does what does wealth mean to you, Andrea? For me, it means like uh, not just the money side as well, but it's about health, family, freedom. Uh, what what comes into your mind when I mention the word wealth? Yeah, I think you're right there, Louis. Um, wealth can mean um, many things to, to to many people, really. But I think for many of my clients, wealth is just being on that road to financial freedom and and independence, but more importantly, making sure that they have their version of, of financial freedom. So that's what wealth means to a lot of my clients that I deal with. Yeah, really good. I mean, as, as a business coach, we, we, me and Andy have lots of clients that are on that wealth journey as well and using the business as a vehicle to get there. So I'm really excited that you've come on today, that you can talk about um, the financial planning angle of it as well. Uh, so just for the listeners, the value you're going to get from this session is we're going to come up with some of Andrea's experience that she's seen in helping people out there. Um, of how to come across their financial, uh, how to reach their financial goals and some of the mistakes they make to Andrea along the way. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. We'll chat yeah. about those in a while then. But first of all, um, the question I always ask is, what does your business do? Who are your clients that you serve and how do you serve them? Yeah, so so what I do, my, my service is offering um, holistic financial um, planning advice in a, a variety of, of areas really um, but just to give you a flavour of actually what it is that we do we help people to set goals create financial objectives that they wish to achieve um, throughout their lifetime and in terms of who I serve really um, it, it's any it's anybody anybody that's got a, a burning desire to to achieve a particular objective which could be being secure in their retirement or you know making sure that their kids are financially secure through further education or it could be for a business owner in particular uh you know exit strategy planning that exit from the business so there's there's no objective that we can't um assist and advise you with so that's, that's really cool. So it doesn't matter if somebody's been um, materialistic because a lot of people I speak to, Andrew, they, they have materialistic goals and they feel a bit bad about it because they see so much on social media that they have to be like this philanthropist. 
you know, I'm doing it to, to add this value to the world and stuff. But some people just want to turn around and go, yeah, I do want the Ferrari. Yeah, I do want the boat. And then there's people on the other side as well, not to say one or the other, let's not think all, but and. Um, how can I also add value to, to more and more people to help them on their journey too? Um, and like you said, the, the family thing, leaving that legacy behind. Don't often think about it, do when we get caught up in the day-to-day stuff. Absolutely. I mean, you know what, the goal's the goal, and whether it's materialistic or not, um, it's, you know, it's absolutely fine. It's just knowing exactly what that goal is and what, you know, what that objective is. What do you want to achieve? And, well, how do you get there? Um, and that's that's a large part of how I add the value for sure. Wow. Wow. I, I really like that. That just keeps it at its simplest, purest form. Doesn't it? What do you want? How do we get you there? absolutely that's that's great i mean that's what we do as coaches too and you do with the the financial planning side so value i want to be able to give the listeners right now something that they're going to remember andrea by forever so uh, what sort of things do you would you say the biggest value you add to your customers what sort of mistakes do you see them the customers making is that the right term by the way clients or customers what what do you say um i i I like the term clients personally but again (laughs) you know it's clients customer that you know very much of the same but i i think answering your question there the the biggest mistake that i find tend to find is a lot of people try and tackle their financial objectives on their own um and i think the real danger of that being um is that they actually don't achieve it at all uh, they don't actually achieve what they set out to do and i've seen it happen time and time again wow. um and sometimes you know we we you know have experienced situations uh with clients whereby they've come to me for advice in terms of remedying the situation as opposed to uh, planning the situation planning the the objective um and you know one quote that always resonates with me you know is a goal without a plan is simply just a a dream and that's what it's about it's about that planning piece and if you've got the right plan in place and you're working with an advisor that you trust because that's really important too um why take 10 years to achieve your goals when actually it could be achieved so much sooner and it's just as I said, it's really simply, and it doesn't have to be complex here. It's a case of tell me what you want to achieve financially, and I will help you and I will advise and educate you to get there. And that's as simple as, as what we do. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's not just about money, is it? It is wealth is about time as well. Yeah. I remember so, speaking to a business owner before and I was like, okay, so uh, what do you want? And he's like, well, one day when I retire, I want to be, when I'm 65, I want to be jumping off a boat in Italy into the nice blue, clear, tranquil waters in Italy. And I says, and what, do, what boat do you want? We went into details about how much the boat would cost and what we need to achieve for the business. And then I said, okay, here's the question. Why 65? well that's the retirement age that's that that's the social norm is 65 to do this and i'm like what would it be like to jump off a boat at 55 well i'd be more more flexible i'd be younger you know i wouldn't have so many wrinkles i'd look great in the photos okay so why are we thinking 65 and not 55 and this goes back to what you just said there andrea 
why would you go and work it out over 10 years when you could do it in one year with somebody, an expert who's done this stuff before and learned all the stuff in between that made the mistakes, they've got the experience, they've seen the customers um, doing other stuff, clients, sorry. <laughs> they've seen the mistakes the clients made on their own. So now let's, let's put it in together into a plan yeah. to get you there a lot faster. Absolutely. The, the plan is the key, Lewis, and, and that's that forward thinking approach, you know, just using that example there, you know, 65 being that golden age that, that many clients of mine use. Well, why can't you achieve that goal sooner? Because it absolutely can be achieved sooner if you've got the right plan in place from the get go. Yeah. Oh, big time. You mentioned the family thing as well. You know, to, we've all got <laughs> different levels of time in the, uh, our, our CEO, Brad Sugar says, you've got 4,000 weeks in your life, 4,000 weeks. Most people are at 2,000, 2,500, 3,000 weeks. That's 1,000 weeks left to make stuff happen. Yeah. You do this next year, you've only got 950 weeks left. The year after, 900 weeks. And that that's kind of, for me, that, that like, whoa, okay. I've got to take action fast. I need a plan. Yeah, the, the clock's ticking. Absolutely. You know, you know, get 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 focused now is what I say. Great stuff. Okay. Um, if somebody wants to get focused, what are the first steps that you tend to take them through? Then, and what are the first steps to gain engage and putting a great plan together? The, the first steps really is getting together and having what I, I call a, an exploration meeting. Yeah. Um, and part of that process is I've got to understand where, where are you at now? What's your position? What does it look like? Um, and once I understand that fully, then that's where the exciting part of this meeting really kicks in, because then it's starting to, to talk about what those goals are, what those objectives are, and, and putting monetary amounts and time horizons to those objectives, and we're starting to fine-tune it. Um, and, and once we've, we've established what those objectives are, I then go away, because I need time to analyse um, all of this information and I come back then with a robust plan and we get started we get to work on achieving those goals and, and making it happen um, and sometimes you know you you hear of previous client experiences where they've perhaps had an you know had an advisor met with them once or twice and never seen them again but you know when we're talking about life-changing goals and objectives you know this is a journey that's ongoing um, and a journey that I, I will be on with you. It has to be to make it work. Um, Can I ask and a question? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can question in there? And of course. This might put you on the spot a little bit, but I'm sure you get it all the time. Do I need money to start working with you? Do I need to be rich? Absolutely not, no. Um, there's definitely that, that perception that to sit in front of a financial advisor that you you know you've got to have a big wad of money to begin with but not at all and um, the exploration meeting that I offer is at no cost and no obligation and typically you know you've got 90 minutes of time together with me um, so that doesn't cost you a thing at all and um, so just knowing that just means that you're able to access that that initial piece of advice with no cost 
Fantastic. Well, it didn't put you on the spot at all, did you? But you were a professional <laughs> in this. You, you see this all the time. So yeah, who I'm talking to here. <laughs> okay, great. So the next step I want to look at then is more about you as a business owner and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about your business and your vision because this is great. And just by talking to you, I can see the passion coming out of how you help people. Well, what drives what drives Andrea? What can we share some secrets of what's got you where you are today to do this? So what got you into business in the first place and what was your vision? Um, I mean, I've been in financial services now for 15 years. Um, but what actually gave me the push um, to set up my own um, practice was down to an absolutely amazing business coaching journey that I went on over lockdown. Um, Because, you know, of course, lockdown for many people meant that they had to rethink their business and rethink how they do business. Um, And that prompted me really, you know, if I want to go out in business on my own, if I want to set up on my own, then I need to be working with a business coach. And that's exactly what I did. And it was that it was the best decision that I made. Absolutely. Great. Who was that coach? That coach was you, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very honoured to see that, by the way. Um, I saw I saw your show notes come through um, 15 minutes before this call. And when I read when I read through it, I thought it's that that aligns to my values. So. Um, thank you for for saying that and yeah it's been such an awesome thing to to see someone's true potential in somebody Mm. and then giving them the confidence to take them there as well uh just just like what you talked about really what's the plan andrea to get to to what does this business need to look like so you can serve more people was i think was the question that um i positioned to you during lockdown absolutely yeah i think what, what coaching what coaching did for me really, it gave me the tools um, to understand and realize that actually my goals are possible now. Um, and there was some really hard truths in there where I had to acknowledge quite quickly that some of the fears that I thought I had were very much excuses. Um, and it was very much around, let's look high level, the big picture, what, what's my why? You know, what's what's my passion? Why am I doing this? Um, and then take it right the way down. Um, and that's levels of thinking that I've I've never done before in that way. Um, so it's definitely changed um, who I am and how I th- think things. Um, and definitely I've got I've got bigger beliefs now. So, yeah, am- amazing experience. Great stuff. Cool. So let's move on from the coaching. Thanks. This is I'm like this about you, but I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the uh, the coaching feedback. There, it's fantastic. Thank you. No, no problem. Um, so, what are what are the biggest challenges you face so far? Then, because you mentioned the vision of what you want to achieve. Yeah, you've gone out there and you've realised that it was possible with the firm you were with, and they're still backing you, which is yes. great. Yeah. Um, so you've got the support from all different angles to move there and you've made this decision to go out there and, and make this happen on your own as well as a business owner and entrepreneur. Fantastic. Um, but what challenges are you, are you finding along the way to get to the vision to share with other people? And the second question would be, how have you overcome them? I think initially starting the business, um, I think the, the biggest challenge was how I offer and how I deliver a personable service. How do I, you know, do I conduct my exploration meetings with clients? 
in COVID times. Yeah. Um, because what I do is very much um, a face-to-face approach. You know, your clients want to see the whites of your eyes, which is what, you know, financial planning should be about, that face-to-face contact. And people's finances and their object, financial objectives are very much a sensitive um, subject as well. So it was just how do I deliver a first-class proposition in a covid compliant manner so that really saw the introduction of the virtual meetings the secure you know online pre-meeting documents um etc and I think for anybody that really knows me well they know that I'm not massively into technology I am very much a traditional pen and paper kind of person so it wasn't charted and now you're doing podcasts and media. I find that really hard to believe now I know I'm really embraced um, the whole tech and social media presence now because that is the, the way that you know business is, is going isn't it so I had to to get on that bandwagon really quickly um, and also for my clients I needed to take them on that journey because a lot of them weren't used to that type of approach um, but with a lot of reassurance along the way and making them you know understand that this transition won't affect the level the high level of service that they're accustomed to um it, it works it works really well and it's certainly something that i will continue to do if it's necessary and where appropriate going forward great stuff um is there anything else you'd like to share to the listeners any listeners out there that could be going through that same challenge that you had um because we're all only human you know, we all go home to our families and we all have to have the same amount of time in the day. We'll have the same 24 hours. If there was any listener out there right now, what bit of advice would you give them to overcome the challenges that, that you faced? Um, I think my advice would be, um, you know, we all know we're living in a, a new kind of world now. Um, one that is likely to remain as it is for some time. So embrace the opportunities that are presented um, and move forward with your goals without any hesitation at all. Um, because I think the last year has definitely taught us that we have to rethink um, and in turn, you know, change the way that, that we do business. We have to be adaptable. So that would definitely be my piece of advice. Yeah, it's great. Something you mentioned earlier on as well, Andrea, is that people's mindsets that you, you work with. Um, I know when um, it came into covid a lot of people was in like uncertainty of where things was going and it led to a lot of like retraction um, in their, in their levels of what's possible in the world, you know? Um, So what I'm thinking here is that a lot of people move towards scarcity thinking rather than abundant thinking. And I think with what you do with your financial planning, if people aren't in that place of abundance and what's possible, then that's very difficult because you've got to change somebody's complete philosophy of the way that they see the world. And everyone, everyone's philosophy is unique and right. Uh, but the question is, is it unique and right to get them to where they want to get to is the challenge. Sorry, rephrase that again, uh, Louis, just so I can understand what you've, you've asked. Uh, me. Let's, let's think about it. If you were to sit in front of a client, yeah. Yeah. And you have your consultation and then your, your, suggest okay so what do you want um and they go well what i really want is i got into business in the first place to um have more time and more freedom and more money but right now because of the things that are going on in the external world that isn't possible so i'm having to retract 
You know, if you were to sit in front of somebody and say, right, we're going to put a plan together, but that plan doesn't seem possible if they're in that sort of um, scarcity mindset that there isn't enough resource out there. So it wasn't such a question to you, to you, Andrew, to be honest. It was more, okay. more of a discussion of um, what I find as a coach as well. You know, if someone hasn't got that vision of where they want to get to mm. and it's possible, then it's kind of like, well, what, what's the black country term? Flogging a dead oss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think you're right. There's, there's definitely, um, you know, I think finances and, and just object objectives in general um you know you tend to go on this emotional roller coaster don't you and it, and it is about managing that um and setting some real expectations in terms of yeah you're right we, we might not be able to initially um execute part of the plan as we would want to yeah. by this time but it's just it's just really just reassuring your your client that it's still achievable, but there might be delays for, you know, for, for the reasons that we've just discussed in terms of COVID and, and the impact there. So, yeah, yeah. So you have to readjust, you have to readjust and you have to review these objectives in line with the, you know, the current climate that we're living in. But yeah, it's about reassurance for sure. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've had covid um, I was around as well when the financial crisis for my business, and it really struck us hard. Um, the, uh, the the regain um, through the NHS, because it's an NHS-based business, was there was a lot of saving going on in the financial side of the, the NHS, and it really hit our business. Um, and then we had to take some ownership to find out, right, okay, well, if it's not the NHS that's our biggest client anymore, who is? But without having that sort of abundance thinking of, right, okay, we're going to this goal. We're going to make it happen. You know, I, I say to a lot of clients, why change the goalposts when you can change the game that you play? Yes, absolutely. It's just about changing the game that you're playing currently. And, and I love the way that you put it, finding a, a different path to get to that goal. If there's a roadblock in the way, what's another path to get there? Let's not move the goals out of the way. Let's keep those goals there and keep them driving us forward. We've just got to find a different path to get there. Just find um, another way. Absolutely. And, and that's what I think when it comes to, to you guys, it's not just talking about what you want to achieve in the next 5, 10, 20 years. It's finding the best path to get you there. Because if I've got my blinkers on looking one way, um, you can see it from, a, from omni different ways, multiple different ways of getting there. And you can help that client get there, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a large part of what we do. Yeah. And, and how do you do this without learning and growth? Um, so you're doing some coaching stuff with us at the moment, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. You want to talk about that and how it's helping you achieve that vision? Yeah. So I, every month I uh, take part um, in the monthly book club. Um, and that's what I consider to be my own personal development, which is really, really key. Um, it just gives me that time to step out of this, you know, the space that I'm used to day in, day out and just reflect and just recalibrate my mindset just to make sure that my own goals, my own business goals and visions are, are on that right track. Um, and I think what the, the monthly book club does, um, well, what it certainly has done is got me reading more. That's for sure. But reading, reading something different, you know, obviously with what I do, I read a lot of financial publications. 
but it's nice to read something different that really gets your mind ticking in a different way um so the last book club was brilliant it was um oh simon sinek um why Uh, what is your yes start with why Uh, that was great um and it just gives you the nudge just to prevent from being stagnant and, and becoming stale in what you do as well so yeah the book club I absolutely am a massive advocate um and for me it's it's time you know time that's well spent definitely yeah yeah it really is you know um the only time earned comes before learn is in the dictionary if we're not learning, we're not growing. And if we're not growing, guess what our team's not doing as well? I mean, people listen to these podcasts, by the way, Andrea, they can range from one-man entrepreneurs, business owners, managers, team leaders, employees of all different levels, you know, all different levels of earnings. Um, so, yeah, if you're not learning, you're not earning. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Right. Okay. Uh, guys, if you do want to tune in on the, on the book club, um, then you can come along to the first session. It's absolutely free. You get a free book as well. Um, it's all done over Zoom. So you just join in and we discuss the book and discuss the learnings from it. And it's a great environment too, isn't it, Andrea? I find it's it's really buzzing when you're in there and you hear all people talking about the success in their journey. I think it's about being a part of that environment as well. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. The, the buzz is definitely there. And what I like is just sharing those experiences and, you know, sort of best practices as such as well that, you know, that we get out of it from each other, just those conversations with other people that sometimes you think you're in this particular boat on your own and you're really not. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I love about Book Club, the way that we can sort of, you know, be brought together and talk about how we can move forward stronger and develop. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. And it's like you mentioned before, you know, the, the title of this podcast is um, Wealth, Financial Plan and Choosing the Right Coach for You. And, and that's a perfect, there's three coaches that are in the room for, for Book Club, um, all with different experience and different things that could help different people get to different uh, goals. How many times do you say different in one sentence? I'll just... <laughs> I think that was a record then. So yeah, if you want to come to that, guys, it's go to uh, blackcountry.actioncoach.co.uk and take and check it out. Um, also, for your financial planning, um, how can people contact you then, Andrew? If they want to go right, I really need to get to grips with my financial planning. I've let it slide for such a long time. I need to start thinking right. This is what I want to achieve. I want to get there faster. What do people do? Where can they find you? Okay, so you can definitely find us um, on our website, uh, which is www.palatinefp.co.uk. And also Palatine Financial Planning um, is on Facebook and also on LinkedIn as well. So uh, definitely check us out. Come Come and follow us. Yeah, absolutely. If we talk about environment, if you follow on Facebook and on LinkedIn, then you're going to be getting tips and advice all the time. So great learning there too. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, Andrea, thank you for coming on today. Uh, really enjoyed talking about about the financial side. And yeah, I think we should do more stuff. I think when we when the lockdown is over, we, let's let's do some seminars together and let's put some um, stuff on for our clients, your clients, my clients, and anybody else that wants to jump in the room as well. I think that'd be really cool, don't you? Absolutely. I would be delighted to take part in that, Lewis. And thank you for having me today as well. I've really enjoyed today's podcast. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Andrea. And listen, uh, let us know in the comments what you thought of this week's podcast. Um, 
And also look in the show notes for the links as well to all the different links we just mentioned then. Catch you all next week. See ya.